Coming up on this episode of Bro, Do You Even Talk Pinball? JJP announces a new game. We'll talk about that. But most importantly, we've got the most 80s pinball machines ever. All that and more coming right up. Double Super Jackpot! And now, the Hall & Oates of Pinball Podcasting, Nick Lane and Kevin Manny of Buffalo Pinball. Whoa, boom shakalaka! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 80 of Bro Do You Even Talk Pinball. I'm Kevin Manny. That's Nick Lane. What's going on, Nick? Oh, shh. Hold on. My, let me... I gotta boost my seat or something. Uh, <laughs> Nick's, Nick's sitting too Kevin's low again. Kevin's too high. Kevin's too high. <laughs> see, see, you checked everything but that, so... Uh, yeah, I'll another, with it. another episode. It took us... We didn't do this all in one year. It took us like eight years to get to 80 episodes, but here we are. Um, Some people cranked out like what, 70 episodes in one year of God knows what. I'm tempted to listen to it, but also I, I know exactly what's there, which is probably nothing. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> that's what, you know, that's why we're not one of the top pinball podcasts of 2023. We didn't do 80 this year. So, well, Sorry, by everybody. listeners, we are probably top three, but Kevin and I are always salty about something. <laughs> super, su- super salt. Welcome back. It's, it's good is that to, one of our emojis in the chat? The salt? The salt shaker? Well, I think there's a salt, uh, just general Twitch emoji. So you can dump your salt in the chat if you're feeling salty this morning. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. When, I can't remember the last time we did a podcast. Um, I, I, I feel like in the summer, appropriately so, you know, pinball slows down a little bit, right? Like I, I'm not super into the pinball mood, but when it gets colder, darker, leagues start coming up. The games announced. Then we're get, like, I feel like we're back into pinball season in my in my mind. Pinball season's like September through like maybe May, right? Yep. Like September's a little early, May's a little late, and then you get that kind of sweet spot months of maybe like November through March, and uh, then that's kind of go time. Yeah, we, that's we we have enough months to hibernate in Buffalo. You gotta gotta get out, get a experience the world a little bit. Plus, you know, we've had you and I, we've had. Well, let's make some excuses why we haven't podcasted. Let's uh. You know, you and I, our jobs have changed pretty dramatically in the past year or so. So, new responsibilities, things change. You know, we're still here. We're still doing it. That's right. All right. And uh, also, there's, I'll be honest, there's not a lot of news. And I was looking over the rundown. Uh, we've got some, like, yeah, we'll catch everybody up on the, on the news and stuff. But I think the, the, the biggest news thing, to me, that, that's happened uh is just jersey jack saying that they're going to put out another game which they announced yesterday i'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit about yeah, stuff are. but <laughs> uh anyways we'll have some fun this episode this is when, when the news cycle's low it gives us a chance to get a little more creative and not just read the news uh so we're gonna have what kevin and i believe are the most 80s pinball machines of all time uh we're gonna go over that later in this episode after we get through the news but i think we want to start off by thanking our partners we do uh go ahead and thank our partners all right we want to thank pin stadium who is and has remained our premier partner and supporter of both the podcast and the pinball stream and as a matter of fact pinball stadium almost once a month when we start streaming gives away 
a lighting kit. They gave away the Penn Stadium Adams, the newest one, the slim design, valued at $399. Uh, I, I'm kind of shocked at the number of people that, that sometimes don't enter that raffle, but your odds are really good. So pay attention to our streams. We don't do it during the live podcast, but maybe maybe we can next month. Yeah, maybe we'll mix we it up and do it. Why don't we do it during the podcast so we we don't punish the people who listen to to that? Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah. well, you're in, in, if you're like you know Donnie and you like to enjoy your 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 coffee and watch us, <laughs> you might be able to win a set of Penn Stadiums, and we're looking out for you. All right. So uh, again, thank you, Penn Stadium. Save ten percent with a coupon code Buffalo. Uh, once you get in on one of your machines, especially the newer ones, where even though there's a million LEDs, they're still dark for some reason. I'm, I'm looking at you, Stern. Makes a huge difference. All right. Other mentions: Comet Pinball for lighting kits, flipping out pinball. If you're going to purchase a pinball machine, go to Flipping Out Pinball. Best customer service in the industry, hands down. We got Pinball Edu. If you want to donate to uh, a charity, uh, Titan Pinball, maker of silicone rings, pinballs, the most uh, comfortable mat, etc. Multimorphic. Pinside.com and Jersey Jack Pinball. All right, Kev. All right. Uh, before we move on, quick shout out. Thanks to Bedrock84. We just gifted five subs in our chat. So you, you, you get a shout out for that. Thank you. A- absolutely. That's very generous of you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, it's time for the news. And when we play the news, we play this. Here's the tip. It's the latest pinball news. So hot. It's on fire. All right. Coming up first. It's, uh, you know, Jersey Jack just launched this yesterday. They said uh, uh, October 19th, that coincides with Pinball Expo. You're going to be able to check out the next Jersey Jack Pinball Machine. Countdown to launch. It says October 19th. Save the date. Hashtag Jersey Jack Pinball. That's all we get. But uh, this is heavily rumored and speculated to be um, Elton John. Perhaps Rocket Man themed, which the countdown to launch tag there would kind of uh, hint at that um what do you what are your thoughts any any uh level of excitement what are you thinking as far as the next jjp game yeah well the interesting thing is uh you know we've talked about this in the past of of the rumored of jjp making uh, elton john and it being designed by steve ritchie so this will be steve ritchie's if, th- if that's true right again we don't know we'll know soon enough that's true this will be steve ritchie's first pinball machine with uh jersey jack Right, so what does that mean? It means that he should have a larger budget to work with and get to do the things that you know he wants. He was sort of kind of hands tied behind his back, at least you know that's that's kind of the perception or claim sometimes. Now, of course, when he was at Stern, he had big licenses, so obviously he ate into his building materials. But uh, when this was first announced, Kevin, I was like, Elton, Elton John does, does nothing for me. I, th- I think from a theme perspective, that's that's not a bad theme at all. I mean, it's Elton John. Everybody knows Elton John. I think it will sell well on a theme. It's a good choice for a company as a theme. For me personally, it's like doesn't move the needle. However, uh, you know, then I got Godfather, and uh, you know, just absolutely fell in love with the game. Uh, I, 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 they kind of brought their flippers up to speed and and on par with Stern's. I would say for the most part. So now it's made me kind of look at this differently and say, huh, um, maybe this is a game I'd I'd really like. Because I think music pins are some of my favorite games of all time to get. Like, I'm kind of a sucker for those. I think they work very well with pinball. And now you've got Jersey Jack making uh, a game with better uh, flippers in it. Uh, It's Steve Ritchie's first game with it. I'm I'm sure they want to come out with a real bang, right? And they've they've probably... um, you know, I think they want to probably get a huge win out of the gate with Steve Ritchie's first game. So, 
I'm 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 kind of cautiously optimistic about this, and I would consider buying it. Whereas when it was originally announced, it wasn't even on my radar of, of ever owning a, a Elton John game. Yeah, I. Uh... I had kind of kind of the first same reaction when I was like Elton John. It's like whatever, but then you you think about the history of Elton John with pinball too, and like Tommy, and you know he's got the Captain Fantastic pinball machine already. So it is kind of a cool like he he has he has a history and a, a lineage with pinball, which I appreciate, which I think uh, plays in well to uh, licensing him and bringing a modern pinball machine with his music, right? Because you know Captain Fantastic, that's a early solid state, I think. Or is it an EM? I can't remember. I think it's a solid state. Anyways, it's a, it's like a seventies ish era game. Um, the other thing is, I, you know, I have it on good authority, a exclusive inside source. I won't reveal uh, my source, but uh, somebody within inside Jersey Jack Pinball says it has stuff and also things in it. So uh, be be on the lookout for stuff and things when you play this pinball machine at. Uh, I, I'm. Assuming at Pinball Expo, it doesn't say Pinball Expo on this post, but you got to think it's going to be there. Um, so stay tuned for more. Looking forward to the next uh, game. And what else is cool that uh, I think we should just mention is that, you know, for the past few years, JJP has talked about how they want to get two games out a year. And while technically they did do that between Toy Story 4 and Godfather, those were released within less than 12 months. Now you got two within a calendar year. And I, um, so it's cool to see them finally hitting that milestone. It, it's been a few years that they were talking about that. And I know there was the, the pandemic in the middle of all of that. They kind of threw a wrench in the works so they relocated and all that stuff, but they seem to be getting up to, to where they want to be with production and it's cool to see. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're going to have two games in the running for game of the year. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, right now for me, Godfather is a slam dunk for game of the year for me. Uh, I realize that's not the case, and it's going to uphill battle because uh, of the price, and people will vote for games that they can afford and buy. Um, and there's there were a lot of games that came out this year, so they don't you don't get to play every game, right? Like there's there's I've not played Spooky, or sorry, I've I've only played Scooby Doo a couple times, so not that that was ever in, in danger of being my game of the year. Uh, but point being, uh, yeah, they're going to have two. So what a hell what a what a hell of a year for pinball releases when you think about it yeah i mean galactic tank force is going to be game of the year everybody knows that i forgot about that game already oh weird <laughs> uh let's let me look up i like to play this game kevin all right I here we go I, I derail things a little bit but let's see how many have sold for galactic tank force so we're gonna look at the should i look at the le or de i don't even know what the i guess the le is the, the normal version right of that yeah so you're going based on the number of people who have reported that they bought it on pin side right? this is obviously this is yeah. self-reported on pin side this is not how many are, are purchased however you know you you can extract info ideas of information about this when you have like for example there's over a thousand um guns and roses that sold uh, Jersey Jack, right? So you can look at other games, or even better, maybe to compare this to a game that was released this year, like Godfather or Foo Fighters. So, Kevin, if I let's play this game, okay. right, you get one guess. <laughs> How many pinsiders have reported owning Galactic Tank Force LE? This is the version that's like you know nine thousand to twelve thousand, eleven thousand. So this is not the one that turns into the tank. This is like. Standard cooking pinball machine. Correct. Let me see what the DE is. Mm. Probably deluxe edition, bullshit edition. Okay. Uh, um, 
I see. I'll be honest. I don't understand because the DE is uh, prices as eight thousand, nine thousand, so it's actually less. So uh, I'll combine these two. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Uh, you you, you, you can feel is? free to guess in chat too if you if you yeah. have a guess about cheating. Yeah. I'm gonna is... I'm gonna guess twenty five. So there were twenty five DE sold, but thirty seven LE sold. Okay. All right. Right. Which is remarkably high. That is way higher than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> however, however, it's because we have low expectations for for That's this. True. That's however, true. <laughs> you will be out of business selling. Oh yeah. These many to people on pin side, right? And and, and again, the <laughs> most of the people that buy this are gonna be like hardcore pinball people. This is not like when you launch a Lord of the Rings or Godfather and you get like normies who just never owned a pinball machine but their favorite theme just got made and they've got to own it right this right. is this is pinball nerd central uh so not good not good uh we will continue to keep updated on that i think this is a fun game i love looking well, at the sales. while we're playing this game can we see how many punny factories have sold all right absolutely yeah. i mean that was that was <laughs> that was definitely happening okay chat and kevin did I tell you how many already? Did you know the answer to this? The no, answer? you we all you were looking at it, but you, then we didn't. Uh, Chat and Kevin, how many Punny Factories were self-reported as sold on Pinside? Yeah, I think five. Uh, Scuba Vince, I think he nailed it in chat. Two. Five is <laughs> five is five times too much. It's what? one. One. <laughs> that's that the, so that maybe that's the one guy who had the broken unit and was like losing his mind. <laughs> I did, I did see. Uh, I did see one on the marketplace, so maybe that's the one. Like somebody was trying to resell it. Yeah, one would be a great number if you only made one and it was super limited. Right, that'd be a success. One hundred percent sales. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we we might play this game some more during the 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 show today, but let's. You know let's what's get back amazing? You know what's amazing about Punny Factory, Kevin, uh, is that it's it's <laughs> supposed to be humorous, but we're finding humor not the way the creator of this yeah. wanted it to be. These, these are humorous. not the puns they were trying to get. But we've gotten a lot of comedy out of this it's game. Been really, so. It's been really good. Mission accomplished. It's brought a lot of joy to our lives. All right. Uh, number two on the rundown while we we're talking about Jersey Jack, I want to just uh, share that JJP launched a new accessories line for Godfather. Uh, so you can get a bunch of add-ons for your uh, JJP Godfather. Uh, you get motorized gangster interactive topper, silver leg cover. So like the gold ones that are on the collector's edition, you can get a silver version for your uh for your legs on on the um limited edition silver uh or horsehead shooter rod and interior art blades oh and you can also it also comes with the little uh action button surround for your lockdown bar and for 1500 bucks in in comparison to other like topper prices and stuff that's not bad for that whole kit or you can also buy them all individually it's a thousand for the topper 500 for the leg and action button accessories 150 for the art blades and 129 $130 for the shooter rod. So um, if you want to trick out your JJP Godfather LE, you can do that. Uh, I'm not much of a topper guy, so that's not something I would get, but our buddy Patrick said he's probably going to get it. So uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's certainly cool. Yeah. Nice. nice I feel like that. my game is so blinged out. Like I'm, I'm good on that game. It doesn't need anything. If I were to get anything on that game, it would be maybe the art blades, but I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. like just the, the the sheen, the the slick black, the the polished black all by itself. It's just a slick looking game on its own. I mean um, the the sheen and the polished yeah, black. It's got, it's got like uh, like the the armor has it's like the sh shiny powder coated black. 
Oh, I'm talking about, but the art plates are don't they don't go in the armor. I mean, it goes. On I know. The side I'm of just. The I'm wood. just saying. I just kind of like the look, the plain like black look sure. of it overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it's yeah. I think it's fine on that game. And I'm yeah. I've uh I've given up on art plays. I'm not doing art plays anymore. <laughs> All done. All done. I liked I liked when I I'm I'm happy when I put them on my new sterns that I got. I think they they look good. Dressed it up, but yeah, I'm I'm good on this game. I just I just I say that now. I yeah, say that now. But you'll you get know. it. <laughs> I I just I don't know I'm too lazy to do the art blades. <laughs> Actually, I'm terrified because I can't lift the play field up on my thing, so it's just, it's just too much of a. I think it's going to be too much of a hassle for my cir- circumstance. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of a lot of messing around. All right, uh, what's up next? Let's let's talk some stern news. So stern cranked they 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 cracked open the vault, flung it open wide, and out came a new limited edition version of Jurassic Park, the 30th anniversary edition. Um, so they were like, yo dog, you thought you had all the LEs, but no, we're going to make more LEs. Um, so to coincide with the, uh, Jurassic Park 30th anniversary, uh, yeah, they, they made more LEs. These have uh new updated art package, at least on the cabinet and, uh, translate or backlash, I presume it is, um, another 500 LEs. The pricing was, was crazy town. It was like 15 grand i think somewhere it's in here somewhere yeah johnny Crab did new art um yeah otherwise it's the same oh uh let's see uh j uh so 12 nine so thirteen thousand. um yeah that compares to the original limited editions msrp of nine thousand dollars wow what a jump in a couple of years Whew. uh yeah <laughs> so that what is cool is they also uh they also did a code update though. So for any if you already owned one, um, they added a new 30th anniversary quest mode, uh, which the mode will challenge players to collect dinosaur DNA strands throughout the game to create amazing dinosaurs and earn badges. So uh kind of a cool thing that they they went back and uh launched this update, but also like it was kind of uh weird to do more LEs, although you know, Stern's gonna Stern. They're gonna do what they're gonna do to to try to uh, <laughs> try to sell more games. Any any thoughts on a 30th anniversary version of Jurassic Park? Hey, whatever makes some money, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd be shocked if they sold 500 of those. You know, it's like whatever. <laughs> it's a it's a game that most of us have played. I don't know how much demand there was existing for it, um, but versus you know, you compare it to something like you uh, know, I don't know, like. Stranger Things, uh, there was a, for whatever reason, everybody decided they wanted to get a Stranger Things after, um, nobody bought them. And then the pandemic hit and they moved on to Turtles and Infinity Quest and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're opening the vault. They're vaulting more Stranger Things pinball machines. So yeah, if that's one you're looking for, you can get one of those. Uh, but it's, it's made some people mad and I wanted to, uh, bring this, uh, thread (laughs) to 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 the attention of the usually whenever somebody has that am i the only one that's upset you know usually they're like yes have have (laughs) you seen have you seen this red nick no let's go Uh, i'm glad you're diving into some pin side nonsense i've uh let me let me let me me read this to you okay it's not a real long uh, post so uh this is uh note the uh ratio on this 262 down votes 12 of votes okay ready I just want to point out that I called it. Ren, as soon as like I, I, I was right. Whenever you see a title, yes, they're like yes. Okay, so I was right. Here okay, we go. here we go. Uh, why? Question mark. 
why would Stern re-release a game again? It kind of twerks me up. When I buy a pinball machine, I do it for certain reasons. One, the thrill of the find and want. Second, rarity, pride in owning something that not many people have. When Stern re-released Stranger Things, it took the fun out of owning one. All right, continue. We're about halfway done. Now it's no longer rare or uncommon to own one. I feel it's a big money grab for Stern. They can't even finish the games they have on the production lines as it is. I've been waiting over a year to get accessories from them that have been on back order. So my question is, am I the only one that feels this way? Dude. Um, I swear to God, this is like, um, you almost think this is a troll post, but it's not right. Like this guy has been on Pinside for six years. All right. So it's not like you just entered in the hobby, but this is, this is really easy. Why? Why would Stern re-release a game again? Money, dummy. It's a, they're a fucking business. They're a business. Their goal, their only goal, you're, if you have a goal as a business other than make money, get the fuck out of here. This is not the Boys and Girls Club. Fucking done. That's it. Why? You don't need to write any more. Their, their goal is to make money. That's it. We criticize, like Kevin and I, for years, we'll talk about business decisions that pinball companies will make. And, and the, usually the criticism is, like, it's they're doing something antithetical to making money. Or they're doing something that they'll lose money. Like making a fucking punny factory, right? Like it's a terrible investment of time and resources. <laughs> Or Galactic Tank Force, which is going to lose them money. But yes, Stern, there's a market and there's a demand with the price of Stranger Things that went up. So, of course, they will pump out more. Okay? Like, that's it. Simple. Like, you should you should lose your right to post on Pinside. They should put you in the fucking Pinside penalty box for like three months for writing something that fucking dumb. And if, it's, if you've been around for six years and have been on Pinside for six years, you should know that Stern vaults games. That's part of their strategy, right? You know, it goes all the. What was the first game they? Well, I I guess, you know, they they ran more of, uh, Lord of the Rings back in the day. They made an LE of that. You know, it's like, this is this is what they do. If there's demand for a game, they want to capitalize on that demand, and they're gonna they're gonna make more. And they should. Yeah. They're meeting. De- people want that. They're meeting demand for people. They're satiating that demand. That's great. Yeah. They're making a lot of people happy by doing that. You know, like your only leg to stand on would be if, like, CERN does this and they say, like, oh, we're going to sell a topper and the topper's only for people who buy the $15,000 version of a game. And they lie and then they make it available to anybody. That is, like, okay, yes, they're doing it to make money. However, they've lied about something. They've lied to their customer base so they can generate sales, right? And it's also a questionable business decision, too. Because you can lose customers because of that. But in this case, they never said we're not going to make any more Stranger Things, that we're going to have a hard cap, we're never going to produce it again, ever. Buy with confidence. This is going to be a rare thing. Get it now. Like, no, they never did that. Yeah. So stupid. Like, the- I- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, my Facebook is going off. <laughs> Mute. Kevin knows what he's doing when he shows these posts, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I will say, like, with the LE thing, like um, Jurassic Park, I think that's a little bullshit because you're saying this is a limited edition version of this game. They're, we're only going to make 500, but then you're like, oh, we do a 30th anniversary LE. You know, that's a little, that's more borderline. But if you're just like, 
doing more pros and premiums, like who cares? You know what I mean? It was never sure, sold as something that's going to be limited. There's a more nuanced discussion in the example that you gave, Kevin. But with this guy, what he's talking about, there's there's nothing. Like this is just this is this no. is stupidity at this its is, finest. This is somebody crying because they thought they had an investment, and they're yeah. they're, they're losing out on their investment. And you know, like I, like I said the other day in in our Facebook group chat, I'm gonna buy the game buy the games that you enjoy, and then if the price goes up on them, that's fun. That's fine. You know, that's nice. You if you end up selling it, you'll make a little money. If not. You've had a game that you liked playing the whole time. I don't think that's yeah. a crazy concept. Yeah, dude. Like you're this is it's not typical that you buy a game and it shoots up thousands of dollars more than when you bought. That's not that's not typical. That's the exception, not the rule. So that happened with Stranger Things because there the demand shot up like crazy. They there weren't enough that were out there. So Stern wisely decided to satiate and 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 make some money and make more of them. But that's not normal. This is not like bending the laws of how pinball works that, you know, typically what's normal is you buy a game. And as soon as you take it out of the box, you probably lost $500 on it, right? Give or take. And, uh, you know, years later, the game probably is still worth at least half as much as when you originally bought it. Like that's that's been pretty typical. There's enough historical data and years of evidence to, to know that so i mean this this is a cool hobby in that you know these things don't rapidly depreciate in fact they they a lot of times they might even hold their value now they hold their value because uh, not because they they're literally worth as much as when they came out it's because there's more money floating around the system and inflation's a thing so they're actually worth less than when they came out but i digress that's way too much of a fucking concept for you to even understand if you're confused by a, a business making money uh, but that's it. So yes, we're gonna see a post like this, Kevin, again within six months, and uh, I don't know what to tell these people. Like I just, I don't know how you're in a position that you've gotten so far in life as an adult that you're able to afford a pinball machine, and yet you're 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 stunned by a company making money, and you want Stern to make money. If you like pinball, you want Stern to be profitable and do everything that they can to make money, so that pinball is around for years to come. All right, I think I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry for everybody who has like half a fucking brain that has to hear these rants. I know it's it's funny, it's humorous, mm-hmm. but it's also tedious. Right, like, right. It's it's not a hard concept to grasp, but apparently it is that you know companies want to make money so they can employ pay their employees and make new products oh, and move into bigger factories and all that stuff. It's yeah, Kevin, it's crazy. Kevin, you know, like this is I I know this is like I I I too like to give people what they want. <laughs> and I know that people do uh-huh. enjoy flipping out over stupid pin side posts. So yep. I will ask you in the show notes okay. every month to to find the the, the uh, dumb <laughs> pin side post. <laughs> okay, Luma legs were great. Right. This is great. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna live what I preach, <laughs> and you know we like to make some money too. Yep. Uh, so we're gonna give people what they want. They like these rants. So there you there go. You go. I like Count it. on it. <laughs> Check. All right, uh, let's talk about some... Oh, well, before we move to that, uh, we still haven't played Venom. <laughs> I just threw that in there because I'm like, it's been, you know, our last podcast was the end of July, and here it is in October, and it's we still haven't seen one. Uh, our friend Patrick is waiting for his uh, premium, which hopefully he'll be getting within the next uh, month or so, and then we'll be able to go out there and stream it for all of y'all, but then... Once we do, we'll be able to give some hot first impressions of it. 
I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. What I've seen of it looks interesting. Um, but yeah, to be determined. Yeah, uh, I think a, a nice goal if if Patrick is is feeling charitable is like we'll try to we'll see if we can sp- like go over maybe he's got time and we can maybe spend a few hours on it so we can generate a review. Um, it would be nice. We haven't done a review for a while, and and I, I'd love to I'd love to really understand the game and uh, see what's there and, and get back to doing like a review of a new game. Yeah, same. I've for whatever reason this is one that's really piqued my interest. So I, I, you know, when he gets it, if he wants to have us over, I'm I'm down to go, just go play the heck out of it. So, um, yeah. So let's move into uh, Multimorphic has released a crap ton of stuff since our last show. So let's let's talk about it, and uh, we can jump over here to. The first thing, which is I got my final resistance. The um, the modules are shipping. I was able to do a live stream with uh, our friend Michael Ocean, who is the, the lead programmer on this game. He also was the lead programmer on Weird Al's Museum of Natural Hilarity. So uh, if you want to check out some more of my production version of Final Resistance, uh, you can check that out on our YouTube channel. I've got the, the game uh, stream archive there. And, you know, Michael talks all about uh, you know the backstory about developing the game and the rules and you know he shares some hints and tips and stuff throughout and he's just great to talk to you so um that's uh final resistance awesome finally super stoked to have a uh uh a scott denisi game in my collection and uh that game's really fun so um we're gonna do it we're gonna do a bro show on it i then i anticipate they'll they'll do a, a pretty good code update here in in uh pretty short order so um I was like, well, we did this uh, stream of the the current code. Let's wait for a code update. And once that's out, we'll we'll get together and do a bro on it. So um, that'll be fun. Uh, the next thing, Michael came back like, you know, a week or two later. And he had another new game. This is one he developed on his own. It's called Dungeon Door Defender. It's an add-on game for the heist playfield. And it's a um, tower defense pinball game. So... If if you're watching, you see all the the guys running up and trying to attack the door on the the heist module. It has the uh, the prison door in the middle of the playfield. That's the one you're defending. And uh, yeah, you can roll over the the bad guys attacking on the lower two thirds of the playfield on the screen. Uh, there's power ups you can get. You can buy stuff in the store. Uh, really fun, uh, kind of super addicting take on a a tower defense game uh, in a in pinball format. So. Check that out if you get the heist playfield. It's two hundred bucks um, to add to your collection for the P3. And then we had <laughs> just this past week, uh, Nick Baldridge from Four Amusement Only Games jumped on the stream, and he uh, he has a new add-on game for his drained playfield. So it's drained bite size. It's a speed run vampire slaying uh, mini game add-on. So. Yeah, it's basically you start right off in a battle with one of the vampires and you're just trying to slay them all as fast as you can. Uh, there's timers, there's different strategies you're going to want to take if you're focused on, you know, short times or maximizing the the damage you do against your the vampires, this you know, cuz you can still stun them, so you want to determine, you know, if you want to take the time to do that or not. Um there's also negative points in it, so you start out with x number of points and then as you shoot things, points go down, but as you slay vampires, the points go up, so you have to manage that too, which is kind of cool because if you run out of points, then your game's over. So um, really unique take on uh, a add-on game for the P3 if you're out at York. He's there this weekend, and uh, that's a $99 add-on game for the P3 
and the um, the uh, drain playfield. Um, if you buy it, he's running a special for I think through the weekend. If you buy the drain playfield, you get the add-on game for free. So fun little uh, bonus there. If you've been wait wanting to get a drain and you want to add it to your collection, it's a little little incentive to do so. Uh, also, congrats to Nick for um, his. He's been named the uh, customer support for uh, Multimorphic, so he's he's brought on in an official capacity. He's doing customer support for for Multimorphic on the P3, and he's he's the right man for the job. He knows the P3 inside and out, and he's really good at uh, explaining things uh, in a thorough and t- and way that non tech heads such as me can understand. So, um, congrats, Nick, on that, and uh, congrats to Multimorphic on the addition to the team. Uh, while we're talking about ins and outs, uh, let's talk about some hires and I don't know if they're fires, but, um, in, in American pitball news, um, Barry Angler, who used to be with, I think he was, he used to be, I, he used to be with JJP. I forget who he was with before that. Um, uh, but he, uh, he's gone. He's left. Uh, the departure of its production manager. And according to Barry, three other key employees from American pinball, Right when manufacturing of its newest game, Galactic Tank Force, was starting last spring, maybe part of the reason why the game's production has been so slow and has had a few issues. This is what, uh, according to Nap Arcade, uh, a story on there. So, yeah, um, people are people are bailing on American Pinball. It seems like I also read something like they lost the either the copyright or the trademark for Galactic Tank Force, which is kind of amazing if you think about it. <laughs> so, um, nobody was paying attention to that. And some other hires and fires. Um, Jersey Jack Pinball hired Tom Capera as its new chief operating officer. Uh, they hired him away from Stern Pinball. He was uh, Stern's director of mechanical engineering since 2021. Um, he's an industry veteran who worked with previously worked previously with George Gomez at Bally Midway. Uh, created pinball mechs such as the Glove and Johnny Mnemonic. Basketball shooter and NBA fast break and co-designed Cactus Canyon and Stern Rolling Stones. Um, and because he left, Stern Pinball hired Kevin Payne as its new director of mechanical engineering. Uh, so yeah, he's got a bunch of history too. So lots of movement in the uh the pinball industry, people jumping ship to different companies. So uh any thoughts on any of that, Nick? No comment. No no comment. Doesn't care. Moving on. Uh Oh, wanted to give a quick shout out to our friend Lior uh, from the Art of Pinball. He announced a partnership that he's going to be efficient. So he's been making pinball mods. He makes some of, some of the most incredible pinball mods out there. Um, super detailed, handcrafted, and created. Um, so he's officially creating sculpts for manufacturers now to be you know put in a, in production games. The first one he's announced is with Dutch Pinball. Uh, on his Instagram, Lior says that we are now the supplier for all the sculpts and toys in the Big Lebowski and other future projects for Dutch Pinball. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, I think he might also be working with Pinball Brothers and 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 those folks. So uh, I don't know if he's talked about that publicly or not, but I, I think that's happening. So congrats to Lior. And one other thing, I was planning on doing a uh, you know in memoriam on the Pinball Arcade because um, the um, r- there was kind of rumors flying around the a uh, week or so ago that the pinball arcade has been delisted from all these different platforms, and uh, you know it's a, the the demise of of this game that got so many of us into the 
you know, hobby even super deeper than we had been. Um, so I, I started digging around and I saw some, some posts about how it's coming back on the Google play store. And if you jump, I jumped over to the pinball arcade Facebook page and it says, this was on September 29th. Pinball arcade has been temporary, temporarily delisted from the Apple app store on iOS. Don't worry. We will be back up within a few days. We apologize for the inconvenience. So, uh, the rumors of the pinball arcades demise are greatly exaggerated. Uh, I don't know how greatly because they, have, they haven't been really supporting it much either. But thankfully, I, I'm glad it's still there when I get the urge to like jump on my iPad and flip around on some of the old uh, pinball arcade tables. I like to have it there. So <clears throat> that's good news if you've uh, if you've bought a bunch of pinball arcade tables that they're they're going to stick around. But probably wouldn't hurt to download them and just have them on your device. Uh, I ended up doing that on my iPad. I was like, let me just download all these and and save them. They do take up a chunk of memory, but I, I like having them. So, um, glad pinball arcade's still kicking it. Um, all right. Uh, anything, was there anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. That's it. As far as news, we did all the news. Um, let's do some game room updates. Do you want to, do you want to kick it off and do game room updates first? Cause I've been talking a lot. Sure. So I, I don't have any major game room updates. Uh, God, you know, I I think my next game will probably be uh, Pulp Fiction, but I think that's like nobody even knows when that's gonna come out because uh, Chicago gaming or whatever is is so backed up, which is fine. Um, <clears throat> I'd rather save my money at this point, uh, just given where the economy is, and maybe in the summer I'll grab that or grab a uh, Jersey Jack's new game. But uh, yeah, no game room updates. I, I can give a co-op update. Uh, for those paying attention following that, because uh, I, I I don't think I've brought it up in a, in a while. So the the plan is uh, we're, we're hoping to be open by summer for that. Um, for those that want to, you know, be a member of it or maybe help out with or, or play a role in it, I think we're going to do some, um, I want to do like a tour of the, the space. It's kind of like a shell of it. Matt has just done a remarkable, time-consuming job of taking this kind of worn-down building that's been like this old bar that's not been uh, habited, inhabited since uh, 2007. So it's needed a lot of love. Um, he recently just got like the uh, parking lot across the street. He purchased that, so it it is it is really coming along. And uh, I want to I want to do a tour before you know the snow really hits and it gets cold. So maybe late October, early, early November. For those who that are, are serious, I'm not interested in opening the door to anybody who's just curious. But for those that are thinking they want to be a, a, a member, membership is probably going to be over a thousand dollars a year. Just a heads up, so we're not wasting anybody's time. Um, but this is this is going to be a serious space that uh, it's it's coming along. And of course, when it does open up, uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll do some like tour videos and we'll we'll. We'll, we'll showcase it on the website, but um, really excited for that. Um, so again, reach out to me if you're if we haven't talked already, you're interested in that, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, the uh, I'm looking forward to that, and you know, we'll obviously once it's up, we'll be doing streams from there and stuff like that because there's a lot of a lot of cool, uh, rare, unusual, uh, rarely seen games that are going in there. So I think it's gonna be uh. It's gonna be a fun spot to do some streams from, and we'll, you know, there's gonna be, you know, tournaments and leagues and stuff like that. So there's gonna be opportunities to show it off to everybody too. So looking forward yeah. to that. Um, for my game room updates, uh, you know, my big thing has been the, the all the P3 stuff. So I got 
my final resistance, like I mentioned, I've been playing dungeon door defender and drained. Um, those have all been super fun as far as pinball. Uh, I also, since the last podcast, uh, uh, we went to, we got to go to Disney world and I, I rode the Tron coaster. So I bought a bunch of Tron stuff. So that's all over my game room now. Um, and that's super fun. If you're into, if you like that theme, definitely recommend going in and riding that coaster. Um, and what else? Oh, uh, I've been, I played a, a few video games. I finally finished Zelda, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. So that was super fun. And I blasted through all of Pikmin 4. Uh, that game's super fun too. So if you're looking for anything on your Switch, I highly recommend those too. Um, if you haven't been paying attention, Brody Even Pinball is back. We've been doing that on Friday nights, uh, mostly from our buddy Dave Sousa's house. He's, he had a hard body and uh, uh, no good gophers, or no, the other one, Teed Off and Flight 2000 that we did. Those are all on the YouTube channel if you haven't seen those. Super fun. We're going to go. He's got a Foo Fighters premium. We haven't streamed that yet, so we'll be over there. I think that's probably by, the next one we're going to do. By the way, uh, Hard Body, as much as it is a, like a meme game, it is a, it's a fun game. Like It's a good game. Um, really good game. I think it's one of those games that people dismiss because of the theme. And it's also, you don't see it ever. Like We've been waiting forever to play this game on a stream, so, so Dave's been awesome in grabbing these these kind of weird games that's going to be a game that's going to be at the co-op um also on the stream the left flipper was a little bit weak so um he's fixed that and once he fixed that the shot became so much better again it's a it's a tough game it really keeps you on your toes i think it's just a a, a great game to have in a collection yeah the uh the flow the the line with the way the shots line up too it's like got all these crazy crisscross shots and like you can shoot the left ramp and then it loops around and then it goes into the the little like blaster loop at the top and then the right ramp will like feed the to shoot the drop targets at the top um yeah super fun game uh let's jump back we got some some roller coaster talk in chat uh tron versus guardians coasters give the edge to guardians uh says vinnie blanc um i will say everybody was really hyping up the guardians of the galaxy coaster that's at epcot so i went in thinking it was going to be this amazing experience and it wasn't as good as i thought it was going to be um, it was fun, um, but being the huge Tron fan that I am, definitely giving the, the edge to the Tron coaster. Because, you know, you're sitting on a light cycle. It's like you're riding a light cycle. Uh, yeah, give me that all day. There you go. All right, uh, anything else? Oh, yeah, so Bro is back, and also Buffalo Pinball League is back, so I always like to give a shout-out to the league when we start running that. It's year 10 of Buffalo Pinball League. We started in 2013, so here we are, uh, 2023. Although we, you know, we didn't run it during the pandemic, so not exactly ten years of the league, but ten years since we started, uh, and it's good to be back. It was fun to host, and uh, yeah, good to have everybody hanging out and playing pinball. Um, all right, so now I think it's time to get to the segment everybody has been waiting for. These are the most '80s pinball machines ever. Um, so we've Nick and I both compiled. No debate. Our, that's it. Definitive. Yeah, that's it. Objectively, they're the most '80s pins ever. So said by Nick Lane and Kevin Manning. These are objective facts. There are no such thing as opinions in pinball. Only, only facts. Um, so we're gonna start out. Uh, Nick, why don't you? Why don't we go through your? So we had some crossover. We, so we both developed lists. There was some crossover. So we'll give those at the end as the most '80s pins. But I, in the in the beginning here, let's talk through the ones that. Uh, we singled out on our own as the most '80s pins. So we only uh, had Kevin and I only had, believe it or not, four that overlapped. Yeah. All right, and I think that's because we looked at like 
things through a different lens. So maybe Kevin, as as I go through the list, and I'll start in order if you can. She maybe show some pictures, and yep. I've, I've got to say as a caveat, you know, these are games that if I'm lucky, maybe I've played a few times. I've I've not played most of these games a lot just because most people don't want these games or collect these games. You know, again, the, the thing about collectors is most collectors are really boring, including myself sometimes. Well, I, I think I'm pretty decent, but like everybody wants the newest and greatest game and they, they discount some of these games sometimes for good reason. And sometimes, sometimes for not. Um, so, uh, you know, one thing I'm excited about the co-op is we're going to have more of these games to play. Right. Anyways, but further ado, um, and this is in no particular order. This is, I, I want to highlight that. So my unique game that Kevin did not have was Monte Carlo. Uh, I just, you know, you're going to notice a lot of Gottliebs on here. And I think w- w- the lens that I looked for for an, an 80s game is like, you just look at that back glass and m- most people of common sense will be able to be like, and you ask them when that game is made, they're going to look at the hairstyle, the outfits, the theme, and it is definitively... 80s and that's what i looked at it like granted like i could have said like robocop uh, it's like ah, robocop's 80s it came out in the 80s but i, I wasn't looking for like yeah, it was a movie that came out i'm just like okay i'm gonna show you a picture of a pinball machine you tell me when this came out monte carlo uh there you go so um our, our friend matt snagged this game i can't wait to play it more uh, gottlieb always has amazing 80s synth music which is another thing that makes this super 80s uh, so that's Monte Carlo. My next one. Well, can I just say I was I've been watching the morning show on Apple TV, and if you want to see Jennifer Aniston and John Hamm play Monte Carlo, you can do it in that TV series. I was like, they're playing Monte Carlo because you can see the little roulette wheel in the middle of the the play field. So it's stocks are going up on Monte Carlo, ladies and gentlemen. Hundred hundred percent. All right, next, Kevin, can we look at Torpedo Alley? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Torpedo Alley is not a game, again, I guess, that people see a lot of. Um, I would love to get my hands on Torpedo Alley, by the way. I think it would be fun. This is a Data East game from, like, the later 80s. I think it's 87. Uh, But, again, this falls in my criteria. You look at the backlash. You see just 80s kind of spandex outfits. They're they're real people, so this is not a drawing on the backlash. Yeah, I gotta find that uh, this is there. this is what the '80s were doing, right? They were taking like real photos instead of just drawing it, which makes it super cheesy. Um, but but yeah, yeah, look at those butts. See, there's even a man butt. You know, <laughs> it's all you got '80s hairstyle, '80s thing. Like, love it. Equal Fantastic. opportunity butts. That's right. That's what we like. I don't know. I can't speak to the music uh, because I, I think I played it once at Papa or, or Pinberg or Replay FX or whatever. Uh, but that's a game I'd, I'd love to spend some time on. Next is, here we go. Another Gottlieb. Here's a shocker. Diamond Lady. Oh, Diamond Lady. Diamond Lady. All right, here we it go. It is that like blown out 80s haircut. And all this, like, there, there is a recurring thing with these 80s games, which are about like luxury elegance and money like that's peak boomer lifestyles of the rich and famous we've even gotten to like the the peak game but yeah there it is there's diamond lady oh yeah there's 80s like just the 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 fonts the art i love the uh the just like rant there's like so many pictures of the diamond lady all over the play field and they're photorealistic and if you want to know where scooby-doo got their uh drop target between the flippers from diamond lady baby there's no question about that. That game is from the '80s, right? That's that's what makes it '80s. There's it's not '70s, not '90s. That's that's clearly in the '80s. All right, 
Next for me for my most 80s pinball machine is this one's diverting a little bit because it's not a, a photo backlash. It's it's I don't think it is. It's it's Spectrum. Oh, okay. So yeah. Spectrum Pinball is now if somebody looked at that and thought that that came out in the 70s or late 70s, I would understand, good sir, or maybe one percent of women that listen to this podcast. I understand. However, um, this is a early 80s. Uh, it's a 1982 game. It's like, what the fuck is this theme, <laughs> right? So, all right, like that is super super 80s haircut, 80s style. It's got these rainbow colors on it, but also black. Black seems to be like, and it's got these kind of like circuit board art. So, yeah, it's it's Spectrum screams 80s. Could be mistaken for 70s, but uh, um, early 80s is is what it's signaling. All right, here we go. Going back to uh, what I was saying earlier about the kind of like this boomer flex of money, we've got Millionaire. This is, a, I believe, this is a Bally game, right, Kev? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, Williams, 1987, Millionaire. millionaire. Okay, so Millionaire <laughs> is fucking hysterically funny as a, as an 80s game because this is this is a product of its time. Look at this elegance. This is a, a boomer flex. They made a pinball machine about being rich. That was the theme. <laughs> he's got he's got the '80s stash. Yeah, look at he's that. got the 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 limo that mm-hmm. it looks like a child designed because it's just bo- a box. <laughs> got the mansion in there. It's got the yacht. I'm surprised there's not like they're not doing like a line of coke on it. <laughs> but what's also puts it at a time in the 1980s is that like today, if somebody's like. Yeah, I've got a I've got a million dollars and I've got a million dollars saved for retirement. I'd be like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna make it? Are you gonna <laughs> get a side job? A million dollars is nothing today. And it's only it's only be progressively progressively becoming worthless. So my alternative title for this game is called uh Fiat. But yeah, that's that's Millionaire by by Williams. Peak eighties, very eighties. Pairs nicely with Monte Carlo, by the way. Oh yeah. They both have roulette wheels, I just noticed. So if you want roulette mm-hmm. wheels. Get those in a, uh, a a teed off, and you'll be all set. It's it's elegance. And then last but not least, for my uh, game that differs in Kevin for my peak eighties is Spring Break Pinball. Surprise, surprise! This is I should have had a, this on my list. <laughs> this is another Gottlieb uh, pinball machine, Kevin. Let's let's look at that. This is another uh, yeah. photo backlash. Oh my god! And not not just one photo, yeah, but there's go. many yeah, photos in this in this thing. It's hard to find a good photo. Oh, God. Right, okay. okay, so let's talk about this photo. Uh, we've got people at the beach flexing, like muscle oh, yeah. men. Ladies checking them out. Then you have like potentially like a bikini contest, I think, in the upper left. Yeah, but a t-shirt contest probably is what that is. in a pool drinking. Now, what I was telling Kevin earlier, what I like about the picture of the three dudes in a pool drinking is that they all look like they're from the 80s. However, here's the, here's the twist. Kids these days, like, they dress up and they cosplay like they're in the 80s or 90s. So this is, like, come full circle, right? This could be today. Yeah. This could be today. <laughs> uh, this is very fucking 80s. And then even on the bottom right corner, you've got a bunch of ladies in bikinis. Again, real photos. These are real people. And you have, like, uh, uh, imitation Spuds McKenzie. Yeah. And, and, like, surrounding them, you've got sand and there's sunglasses like checkered sunglasses and there's like, a bikini the little, top that's just taken off there yeah just just hanging out there you got like the 80s uh radio with the tape deck in it yes. oh yeah oh that's and so let, let's 80s. not neglect this play field art 
the the topless lady that's covering herself up uh, with her. That's arms. spring break, baby. And we got it's like, hijinks and fun. <laughs> and you've got leopard print on the drop targets. Oh, leopard Man, print is peak eighties. That is that is really good. <laughs> oh, there's the Spuds McKenzie here again too. Yeah, yeah, oh, there he is. Spring break. All that, right, that, that might win. That might be the most eighties, but we didn't necessarily agree on all of those. So yeah, we didn't want to put these in a in a rank, but yeah, dude, the the leopard print. Oh, God, so much 80s in that, right. in that. And we didn't even talk. I mean, you can't even get into the music because uh, it's been a while since we heard the music on it. But rest assured, very 80s. Okay. So uh, one game that came to mind for me is, uh, let me grab a, uh, grab a good photo here. Uh, it is BMX. Because when you think 80s, man, everybody was BMX and all over the place. Uh, they didn't make a lot of these, but I feel like this is a, a theme. You know, you had your, your movies about BMX. Everybody had their sweet rides with their uh you know yeah the, the pegs on your back wheel so bmx definitely a, a, a peak 80s game uh it doesn't have that cheese factor about it but i feel like it just like encapsulates one of those things that was kind of ubiquitous uh if you were uh if you were a kid in the 80s you probably had a bmx bike um all right so let's pop back over here it's gonna be a little less smooth when i'm finding the pictures and talking so uh my next one oh yeah uh nick like this one he regretted not having this. Yeah, I regretted this is one I, I missed. Uh, <clears throat> and I don't want to give away my searches because that'll spoil it. Uh, here you go. It is uh, Laser War. Laser War from this is a Data East game. Uh, came out in, I don't have the year in front of me, but uh, Laser War. Uh, again, another thing that was like peak 80s was Laser Tag. Man, we loved Laser Tag. And uh, if. Another incredible backlash photo. Re- <laughs> More spandex, Scott. Like, like, like yeah. I, I'll tell you right now, Data East. They they got a deal on spandex. Yeah, <laughs> they got their spandex. They got their uh, ladies out of wherever they were getting them out of, and this dude blasting this wall for some reason. She's almost shooting him in the head. Um, laser war. Uh, highly yeah. recommended in digital it, stereo, no less. And you know, you, we talk about Gottlieb a lot and their their photo backlashes, but. Data East, I kind of forgot that they were they were doing that too. I mean, I did have Torpedo Alley, but they're over there saying, you know what? I really like what Gottlieb's doing by not hiring artists and just snipping some pictures. Yeah, Data East was giving them a run for their money, and I I think I feel like you know sometimes. Uh, What's uh, interesting though is I think Data East tried a little harder because they they seem to have like costumes that they purchased. With like Spring Break, I swear to God, they just like sent a photographer down there and was taking pictures, and they're like, we got it. Yeah, um, my my machine, my next machine is not turning up in the in the search for whatever reason. But my next uh, search, you, you, everybody knows this one, TX Sector. I, I put that one on the list because you know the music is in, unquestionably '80s, super synth, amazing sound. If you hear that game playing, it, it's a dance party in a box. You know, uh, you couldn't find that in. Uh, I don't know why it's in, not in Google. Yeah, no, Google I'm images? searching it on the Pinside database, and it's not turning. Uh, just look at Google Images. It might be okay. your your best bet. You got to show the people some. But okay. I, I, to Kevin's point, like it's even though the flyer is a good one. The flyer, like, oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Like the that. flyer's ever. The flyer's good. Yeah, and then the flyer's on Pinside. By the way, I mean, like the the chicken, it, yeah. the the chicken, the flyer thing has like '80s haircut. She's got like. So 80s, yeah. Yeah. Dude. So can we, so this is the the front of the flyer. Oh yeah. And then uh let me see if I can go to the next. Look at that jump jump suit that she's in or whatever. Yeah. 
That's really good. And then this, yeah, this, is, this is the winner yeah, right here. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. 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 So there's the back glass. And then, man, look at her. She is she is peak 80s right there. Yep. 100%. <laughs> the, the jacket, the haircut, the little art by the eye, the, the makeup oh, by yeah. the eye. That's good. Because she's in the future, Kevin. She, yeah. The 80s, we were all about the future. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the back glass, always looking washed out for whatever reason. Whatever. Spe- special uh technique they decided to do for that it always made it look weird uh i think they're just bad and washed out i think if you got a new one they'd be fine but i think it's so just the next one those. might be a little controversial because it was technically the machine was released in 1990 okay oh kevin i don't count it doesn't but, count then but the show came out in the 80s so doesn't matter doesn't matter it doesn't matter, matter. That, which makes it, it an 80s it. theme kevin's cheating no 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 so it's uh right, it's fine. roller games rock and roll look at this game Look at this game. There's no denying this is 80s. Yep. Uh, pink. That is very blue. much so. Yeah. I mean, you you, you can't deny it. <laughs> Roller games is special place in my heart because it was my my first pinball machine. But uh, if you're looking for the most 80s pinball machines, this this one has to be in in consideration for that. Um, neon neon colors. I think there's some there's some like leopard print right on their outfits. Yeah. Uh, it sings the uh, 80s song, Rock, Rock, Rock and Roller Games, which is, again, peak 80s. Uh, it's got the yeah. confetti on there. The, the confetti design oh. is very 80s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what the fuck were they thinking? Yeah. Uh, and roller derby in itself. You know, roller skating, roller derby. Everybody was doing that in the 80s. So uh, you got to throw that in the mix. For I me. wasn't, but everybody <laughs> but me. We, we, we were roller, you know. We're, I was roller. I said I was roller skating, yeah. You, you go to roller, roller skating parties. It's right. You would, your birthday parties were at the roller rink. And you'd go to the arcade because you didn't want to socialize with people. You'd be go you go play video games and pinball in the in the arcade. That's exactly what I did. Exactly. I do I do a la- I stumble around on the rink. I do a lap, hugging the wall, and I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go play like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles." Yeah, I'm gonna go play Mat Mania and 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 yeah. Turbo and <laughs> all sorts of stuff in the arcade instead. Uh, so there you go. That's roller games. Uh oh here's a yeah this one I like this one. I like this pick. I this was a good pick. I'm gonna pat myself on the back. It's uh it's when you think 80s, you think space, right? Uh and nothing is more space than the space shuttle. Uh so space shuttle is one of my picks, 1985 Barry Ausler game. Uh or 84, sorry. Um here it comes. It's space shuttle. Uh yeah, so there's yeah, thanks for oh yeah, there you go. Man. It's got a space shuttle on there. Very, very 80s. Uh, NASA, you know, going to space. We love it. The space shuttle was was a, a timeless piece of 80s nostalgia. This is an interesting one with this weird apron thing going on. But uh, there, that's a, that's a more traditional looking space shuttle. Um, I wanted to, like, find... Um, what's the Steve Ritchie game that um, was not Star Wars, but it was basically Star Wars? Um I don't I know. I, I couldn't remember what the name of it was, but that that was going to be my nomination. It's like everybody ripping off Star Wars was very eighties. Uh, Stellar Wars, that's the one, uh, was the one that Steve Ritchie did. Um, so, but in lieu of that, we have we have Space Shuttle because I feel like you you can't talk about the eighties and not talk about Space Shuttle. Uh, and one more, I'm going to pull up here um, before we move to our top four that we both agreed on. Uh, Bear with me while I Google it. It depends how it's spelled here. Yeah, here we go. So this is going to be... I, I, I kind of cheated and I went for a twofer. But I wanted to 
uh, capture the idea of the video arcade because video arcade games were very 80s. Uh, so my pick is Pac-Man and Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man slash Baby Pac-Man. So either one of these, there's nothing more 80s than Pac-Man. Um, neither one of these were really great games, but you know that wasn't our criteria for being on this list. You just had to encapsulate all things that were 80s. And uh, Baby Pac-Man even brought in the video game aspect and integrated physical pinball. So you would play the uh, a maze game Pac-Man at the top on the CRT screen, and then you would drop down and play physical pinball. The um, Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man was kind of the opposite. It was all physical pinball, but the inserts on the play field, they make you can play like a Pac-Maze sort of game. So um, using the flipper buttons, you would navigate your way around a little maze in the beginning. So uh, yeah, Caveman's also another one. that There's a few games that integrated uh, video games and pinball in the 80s. Cave, uh, Caveman is one. Uh Granny and the Gators is another one. I'm sure there's another one or two more, but um, those are those are my picks for the most 80s pinball machines. All right, let's go to our, our overlapping. We've got four that overlapped, and uh, these these four have something in common where they all have photo photo back glasses. Okay, which are we is gonna start at the bottom and work our way up. Or 80s. Uh, could go either way. I, I, these are kind of yeah. These are kind of actually in in order okay. of of peak eighty. So yeah, we could we can we can do that. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. Do you starting do at the, the bottom. On this one? Yeah. Starting at the bottom is uh. This should be no surprise to people who pay attention to this channel because I own this fucking game and I'm very proud of it. It's bad girls. Bad girls. Bad girls. Bad girls, we've got a photo back glass. We've got a bunch of hookers on the back glass. We've got a, a very much decisively 80, 80s bar with this kind of like the chrome and the mirror finish everywhere. Um, and anybody who's heard the music on this game, this game stole music from Michael Jackson's Bad album in 1987, and one of the tracks is, is in this game, uh, thus making it... If it wasn't 80s enough... They really sealed the deal with that. I would argue that the the, the 80s-ish colors, again, like a lot of 80s colors, is a lot, lot of black, but uh, then you've got, there's not neon per se. They, they go with a lot of pink, um, but they've got, the ladies are kind of like, like, like kind of punk looking, right? 80s punk vibe to them. Uh, the paneling on the cabinet is mirrored as well. There's like mirrored panels. Oh yeah, let me see if I can find uh, that. And then the music in the game's fan. The music in the game's fantastic. Just very Gottlieb. Gottlieb crushed it with like the '80s synth on the games of this era. But make no mistake, you walk up to this game, you play this game. It is, it is '80s. It's peak '80s. Yeah, there's no like cabinet shots, but there, yeah, there's mirroring on the side, which is which is really good. And the I, the the bad girls font on it is very very '80s too. Like that that style yeah, of typography. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. So that's that's that one. All right. Why don't you tee up the next one? Okay. So the next one is another uh, one. This was uh, came up to the chat said this better be on there, and the chat was right. Uh, so that is another Gottlieb game, uh, a game you don't see too often. A game we haven't played a ton, but that's Raven, which is so Gottlieb was doing this thing in the '80s where they weren't securing rights to popular things. Like there was a game called Gold Wings, and Gold Wings was supposed to be Top Gun. Well, Raven was basically Rambo, but instead of being getting licensed for Rambo, they called it Raven. 
and they have a, a, a woman on the back glass, and uh, it's, a, again, a photo back glass, so it looks cheesy as hell. You've got, like, the 80s female short perm on it. Like, you can't tell <laughs> if this woman is, like, 20 or 52, right? Like, this is, like, that's how the 80s rolled, all right? No idea how old this person is. Um... But that is uh, that's Raven. I don't think this is particularly a good game. At least the ones yeah. I've ever played never felt good, never felt great. And and a lot of the '80s Gottlieb games that we talk about are as cheesy as they are. They are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this game never struck me as good. Somebody can convince me I'm wrong. I'm I'm cool with that. But yeah. I want this game to be good. But it's like yeah, like you said. Every, anytime I've played it, the flippers haven't felt great, and it's just kind of like the shots aren't there. So yeah, uh, not not the best representation of gameplay but uh you know i mean the theme is undeniably 80s dr blueberry johnson says it's a horrible game so <laughs> Thanks for I, I take that to the bank all right uh what do we got next okay you can see this one up all right the next is one that we streamed within the last year surprise surprise another gottlieb i mean we could have been super lazy and just picked a bunch of the 80s gottlieb with uh photo back classes uh Another game that was should have been licensed, but Gottlieb cheaped out on it, and as as they cheaped out on artists and just hired a photographer, and that is Hollywood Heat, which is supposed to be Miami Vice, and that you don't get much more '80s than that. Uh, we've got a was that like a '80s Corvette in the yeah. background. We've got fake Don Johnson. We got two ladies with bikinis by it. Uh, you've got that like pink was it what color like pink is that like a pastel like a, yeah the pink and blue combo is very very 80s you got 80s font yeah all I over mean, it yeah the font is even like a ripoff of the miami vice logo the soundtrack's the 80s bank synth banger by the way um i don't i don't love this game patrick has it i don't know if it was just it, it felt a little weak at time with the flippers it didn't feel like a, as much as i love like i love bad girls i didn't love the playability of this game but without a doubt, everything about this game for the art, the colors in the art, to the backlash, to the actual theme that it's ripping on, uh, it is very, very unmistakably 80s. All right. We got two more. Uh, and I'll get this we one. Yeah, one more. Oh, yeah, that's right. The the ultimate one. The ultimate one. The ultimate. I, and I... And, and, uh, Debatable of the ultimate 80s, but I, I, I am inclined. It's it's tough to say what's the yeah. most 80s. There may this be some recency 80s. bias here, too, but I mean... Recency I mean, bias, probably. Yeah. Let's just look at the backlash of this game. This game, believe it or not, is not a Gottlieb. But <laughs> it's hard to believe. Even Bally, like, again, I don't know what was in the fucking water around, like, 1985 to 88, which is where these games came out. But another photo backlash, and that's Hardbody. Hardbody, you've got, you've got this... Female, muscle builder, blown out 80s hair. The same concept goes again. I don't know if she's 20 or, 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 or 50 years old in this. Uh, hard to tell. Uh, she's in a bikini uh, in the back glass on four photos. But also the back glass is that shitty in the background. It's like the shitty like grid style. You've got yeah. the 80s color. Again, the pink all over. This pink color that was we found in, in, in Bad Girls, we saw in Hollywood Heat. It's here again. This is not even the same company that's doing it. And uh, 
the the theme is peak 80s where the theme is all about muscles right you have all the, the movies with like schwarzenegger and, and these kind of muscle men movies well now you know this is something for the ladies we got uh we've got hard body um you got some i don't know kevin what what the yeah, fuck i mean the grid pattern is unmistakable the grid pattern. On this game yeah um, and then no just one would like, do that today yeah the um the bodies with no heads <laughs> all over the play field that's, that's not another... necessarily 80s it's a weird design choice it's a weird design choice but yeah um yeah it's very strange very strange and yeah the more i played this game i'm like yeah this is so 80s i liked how on the upper play field they put the the time and effort in to make this hard body uh light up and it's got like yeah. sequential lighting on it it's got some some inline drop targets man yeah you the like you said the the bodybuilding, the muscle beach stuff, that's all super eighties, the look and feel of this game, the cheese factor, like this this checks all those boxes. So um yeah. seal really, approval I, as most eighties game d- is determined by us. And just the like you could talk about the odd theme choices, right? Yeah. Like so Hollywood Heat and Raven, like they're they're like a knockoff of a license, and that's not necessarily odd to me, right? Like because we do licenses all day. But bad girls and hard body really just peak weird 80s unique themes that would just never come out today right like even american pinball wouldn't do this <laughs> don't want to put anything past them but even them that's that's uh, saying something so yeah that that is nick and kevin's list of peak 80s pinball machines <laughs> scribble's not sure about that he thinks he thinks ap might do it they, they might you never know like i said i don't put i i've i, I put myself in out i don't put anything past them i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm my prediction's still in play that they're going to go out of business within two years so we're about uh there's still about a year and a half to go for my prediction nice <laughs> all right uh that's going to do it for this episode of brody even talk pinball uh tune again and tune in again next time for more shenanigans maybe we'll you know if you got a suggestion for our our uh, next top list, send it to talkpinball at gmail.com. We take, we take recommendations and feedback there. Uh, if you haven't yet, visit buffalopinball.com slash merch. You get yourself a sweet uh, Buffalo Pinball shirt like Nick Lane's wearing, Brody Even Pinball. Um, yeah, there it is. You get yourself one of those. Uh, they got Play Angry. We got uh, the, the Skull shirt. We got mugs and stickers and all sorts of fun stuff. So great way to support the channel. And uh, and 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 give back and 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 rep and look good while you're doing it. Hoodies, no hoodies are uh, are uh, the the bane of our existence. Everybody loves the hoodies, so, but they're a huge pain in the butt. So yeah, um, a couple things. Number one, uh, Kevin and I don't, don't always do this, but we we probably should do it once in a while in the beginning because I I know when I watch videos, if people don't ask for it, I forget. But hit hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube because that helps people find this and we we tend to get more visibility. Don't forget to subscribe. That helps us. And of course, uh, uh, consider donating to Buffalo Pinball or subscribing uh, via Twitch. But yeah, if anybody has a solution for printing hoodies, you know, we used to have somebody local, like, uh, so, so we have shirts on our website, but they don't offer hoodies. Um, well, they so do, we, but not good ones. <laughs> so not we good don't ones. offer them, yeah. So the, really, really, we're, we're only interested in doing American Peril hoodies because they... You know the one I'm rocking, like is I've it's held up fantastic for years. Always looks good. Um, you know, so if there's somebody out there that wants to partner with us to help get the get them produced, shipped out, etc. You know, maybe we would do some like pre-orders. We probably would charge a lot for it because it'd be a limited run. But 
I, I do want to meet the demand. And, and I wear, again, like the hoodies that I have, I've been wearing them for, for years. I get so much usage out of them. And it's the really cool design with the Buffalo Pinball uh, kind of pop bumper logo in front and then the skull in back. So you're getting both of our logos. And, and hoodies and pinball uh, go together like building muscle in the 80s, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but in the meantime, you can get shirts and all that other fun stuff uh, if you go to buffalopinball.com. Uh, follow us on our social media channels if you haven't yet. We're on uh, Twitter slash X, in, uh, Instagram, YouTube if you want to see archives of our old streams uh, or past episodes of this show. Uh, we're on Facebook and also Discord. Um, you can, if you want another way to support the channel, you can follow and subscribe on Twitch. If you got an Amazon Prime sub, you get a free sub every month. Would appreciate you sharing that with us. Us and PayPal. We got a PayPal account. Sometimes people like to just shoot us a little bit of uh, cash that way to support the channel. Uh, PayPal.com. It, it's a what? What's the address for that? Uh, I forget. <laughs> well, PayPal. If you want to, if you want to donate, yeah. So the one of the cleanest ways to donate to us, right? Like. Right when you do things on, uh, if you subscribe on Twitch, which is great, Twitch takes half a cut. Um, the, one of the cleanest ways to donate is is if you want to just PayPal us a tip or whatever. It's uh, buffalopinball at gmail com. We get a hundred percent of that, uh, which is nice. Send us family and friends, and uh, it's appreciated. But even at the most basic, you don't have to spend any money. Just hit like on our YouTube channels or subscribe. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate the participation in chat. Like we don't always read every question, but we see it um i think it i think it's fun right it's a little bit interactive love uh love the community that we have yeah it's super fun doing this and, and chatting with y'all while we do it and uh and integrating your feedback so uh hopefully we, we next... have some of the funniest fun, funniest fans like yeah, there's things the that best. like i don't always address but that crack me up so i i see them yep um and hopefully uh next time we talk there'll be a new jersey jack pinball machine to talk about so looking forward to that you know we're not going to expo but we look forward to seeing what comes out of there and hope everybody has a blast that ends up going. So uh, we'll see you next time. Bye y'all. Bye.